Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. There's so many awesome ways that you can support this work that I do to create access for LGBTQ people to have access to faith. You can go to joannawhaley.com slash podcast and you can support the show through Buzzsprout. I would love for you to do that and partner with me to make that reality of making access to faith for LGBTQ people. I also have some tour dates coming up. If you live in East Lansing or Toledo, Ohio, you can go to my website and get tickets. They're all free. And also some exciting news just in time for Easter and Lent season. I have a brand new EP called Freedom coming out on all streaming channels. Today, we're continuing in the series called uh, More Than Queer. And today is going to be a little bit of a deep dive into some personal stuff with me. So please... Be kind as you listen as we dive in that I'm more than queer. Today we are talking about being more than queer. And for me, I hear all the time from people in the religious community and and even just some political leanings that they're frustrated that the LGBTQ community is more literally their whole identity is being queer And, and to me as somebody who has been on that side of the ideological argument and probably have been the one who perpetrated and and pushed that narrative down the field As someone now who's been experiencing being a trans woman publicly and also operating in like religious and Christian spaces, I have just got it. I wish I could go back to tell my old self and shake myself and say, you know not what you're saying. You know not what you're doing. Because I look at my life And I understand that I am more than just a transgender woman. I am so much more than a trans female. I am so much more than some color on a pride flag. While I I, I look at that flag with with pride and joy in who I am, it's it's not all I am. And today I want to talk to you about just a a huge, a huge thing that is all over the LGBTQ community and an unfair generalization of all of us in the community is that we are like our whole being is our sexuality. You see, I came from a very like standard what you call like a heteronormative worldview and especially when I was a pastor like I believe that you had to be straight and cisgender in order to like inherit the kingdom of heaven you know but for me in this process of coming out and uh, and and I had like a short little fling with a girl like um, after my divorce and and all of this. And for me, I was like, well, I'm just now a lesbian. Um, and, and just a warning in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing a lot of information about me that's like 
not really readily available. I'm probably just going to share it in this podcast format, and that's that. Um, but, you know, for me, I had this kind of like relationship with a girl after divorce, and I was married to a woman for eight years of my life. And so all I thought to myself was, oh, I'm a lesbian. But I want to bring you to a dark February evening. It was really cold outside, and you know, I had just kind of broken it off with this girl that I was talking to. And I got on the dating apps. Yes, I know. If you if you're single out there, you're rolling your eyes right now because it is a wasteland out there in the dating world today. Because it's not like it used to be. And it's especially not like it was when I was a young pastor where you're just like surrounded by people that you might potentially want to date and marry, right? You you actually saw people in in the wild back then, but now you have to use your phone to meet people because we're adults. We have jobs, we have kids, we have mortgages and rent and to pay, and we got stuff to do, and we just have to speed date on a phone. Well, I got on one of the apps one day and started swiping, and you know, I was just like, you know what, like. I I was only seeing girls on my feed and just once I was like, you know what, I, let's see, let's see. I, I, I was kind of like, maybe I'll just like say that I have a preference for guys and girls. Well, let's just see what happens, you know? Well, I start getting all these guys on the app and I find myself swiping right more than I ever thought I would. Now, if you're not from the dating world, swiping right means you're interested. Swiping left on your phone means you're not interested. I started finding myself swiping right on guys and left on more girls as time went on. Well, here it was. It was a dark February night. We're back. We're back to the scene. It's a dark February night, and I'm getting out of my car for a first date. And it was the first time I was going on a date with a man. I was super nervous. I I didn't know what to think. We were going to this bar in town and I'm wearing a dress and it's like 12 degrees outside. And I'm just like nervous because my whole life, like I knew how to like do the dating thing, like with girls as a guy. And I had this little thing with a girl, but I'd never been out with a guy before. So I didn't know what to do. So I'm like wearing this dress and I'm out there and go on the date. And after the first like couple, you know, couple minutes and, and a drink, I I start loosening up and I start talking and it just becomes really natural. And from that moment, I had something click in me and I was like, oh my gosh, this is wonderful. I feel comfortable and I feel fine in this moment because and all the nerves went away. However, in that moment, in the moment like right before I'm walking into that bar, Leviticus 18.22 pops into my head. If anybody comes from a Christian tradition, you may know the scripture I'm talking about. But uh, Leviticus 18.22 says, You shall not lie with a male as you do with a woman, for it is an abomination. So all of a sudden, all this religious trauma and this religious like spiritual dogma starts showing up in my mind and I'm starting to freak out because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm going on a date with a man. But here, here's where my whole cognitive, you know, dissonance comes from. In this moment, 
I'm, I'm trying to tell myself that I'm not a woman and I'm having all this religious trauma popping up and telling me I have this religious trauma popping up telling me that I am a sinner in need of grace. But the whole time I'm just sitting here thinking to myself, why does this feel so natural to me? Why does this feel so natural? Well, if you really like dive into Leviticus 18, I'm not going to get into this huge theological deep dive of Leviticus, but if you do study that scripture, you will find that it is not actually talking about homosexual or, or, you know, anything other than heterosexual, um, relationships. It's actually talking about abuse. It's talking about the abuse of children in that scripture. That's all I'm going to say about this. This isn't a theology moment on that specific scripture. But what I do want to talk about is how for all of us, and even internally, we have this idea that we have to be heterosexual. There's this idea that um, that is uh, out there called compulsive heterosexuality. Okay, this is really it's an interesting concept where uh, there's this cultural assumption that all people are just naturally straight. They're just naturally straight and they have to like and they choose to walk away from being straight, which is a pretty common narrative in religious spaces, especially the ones that I pastored in for so long. The idea is that the people are choosing to, quote, sin. But this isn't the reality. I'll actually, uh, there's another scripture says like people left the natural way in order to to uh, to sin against God. But what I'm going to argue here today is that I began to explore in the dating world an understanding that my natural state is actually, and you know. I guess if you didn't know this about me, my natural state is to be bisexual. Like it is natural for me to date or have relationship with either sex. And to me, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like I, I, to me, I don't, I don't only need to exclusively date one sex. Um, And that is a natural way for me. So for me to like try and force myself into a compulsive heterosexual ethic would actually be really unnatural for me and would actually violate my own spirit. This is something that we need to start to understand is that when somebody is is gay, they're not they're not working against the the their natural way. They're actually identifying with how they naturally experience love and affection but but actually trying to force somebody into a heteronormative um, framework could be working against their very nature which is what god calls an abomination in the bible in the christian bible and the Christian Bible, I, the reason I'm bringing it up is obviously this, this, Christianity is my tradition, but it's also like one of the loudest um, books being thrown against the LGBTQ community. So for us to look at this idea of compulsive heterosexuality and just thinking that everyone naturally should be straight is just not reality. Queer people are all throughout history. Pick up a history book. We are 
everywhere because we were naturally created this way. There, we need to start to understand ourselves. Maslow has this concept of self-actualization, and it's to understand our full potential. Self-actualization comes in many ways, but I will argue that understanding your sexuality and understanding that you are not an abomination is a very spiritual practice. For some of you, it, 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 the most spiritual thing you could do is to try and understand your nature. And one of the most spiritual things some people could do is to stop believing the lie of compulsive heterosexuality. Why is that marriage struggling right now? It's because it's not natural for you. Why is your partner checked out? Maybe they're in an unnatural relationship with you or with whoever they believe they're supposed to be with. Maybe religion told you that you're supposed to be one way when your nature believes and knows on the inside who you really are. When we're outside of our nature, when we're not living in our natural state, we're at tension with ourselves and our spirits. So whatever you're dealing with today, know that the natural way is the best and spiritual way no matter what that looks like for you. I want to support you. I want to support the listeners of this show. If you're somebody who's wrestling through these things, no matter what, please reach out and get support. Go to joannawhaley.com and I would love to talk with you directly. This show is a production of Whaley Media. You can go to www.joannawhaley.com and you can support this show in any way you can to keep this work moving forward. You matter. You're more than queer. Your loved one is more than queer. Queer.